morning. Welcome to another episode of History Under Your Feet. Today we take a look at one of the greatest heroes of Indian history, Maharana Pratap, the lone Rajput ruler who never surrendered to Emperor Akbar. What do you make of a man who refused to bow before the mighty Mughal Emperor Akbar when all other Rajputs did? When his own brother sided with Akbar, leaving him virtually alone? Of a man who preferred to face hardships in the jungles of Aravali than live a life of comfort by surrendering to Akbar? It's not without reason that Maharana Pratap or Rana Pratap is regarded as one of the greatest heroes of India. He was someone broadly independent, fearless in spirit, and he was a great warrior too. In my previous post on Mivar, I'd examined how Pratap was the more well-known inheritor of a rich legacy, a legacy that posted of Rana Kumba, a ruler whose vision of building a protective network of food saw him come up with the Great Wall of India, Rana Sangha, under whose rule of Mewar expanded all over the north, Panna Dai, who sacrificed her own son for the future of Mewar, of Samal and Patta, who fought to the end during Akbar's size of Chittorgarh. Rana Pratap took over as was ruler of Mewar in not exactly the best of circumstances. He had to fight a bitter succession battle against his brother Jagmal to become the ruler. But more than anything else, he grew up listening to tales of his father deserting Chittorgarh after Akbar laid says to it, of how Akbar devastated Chittorgarh after capturing it, massacring its inhabitants and mounted their scalps in a hip. There was no way Rana Pratap would ever have surrendered to Akbar after listening to the horrors brought on the inhabitants of Chittorgarh. The other Rajput rulers of Marwar Ambed Pundi had accepted Akbar's sovereignty, even forced alliances with them. But Pratap stood out defiantly. For him to surrender to Akbar would have meant insulting the sacrifice of Jamal and Pata. It would have meant an insult to the souls of thousands massacred after Akbar conquered Chittorgarh. And thus Chittorgarh became the ambition of his life. For him it was not just a fort, it was a very honour of his ancestors. His father Uday Singh had come to terms with the loss of Chittorgarh and eventually founded a new city Udayapur named after himself. But to Pratap, as long as Chittorgarh would not be recaptured from the enemy, he would never rest. It was in keeping with this war that Pratap imposed an austerity regime of sorts to Chittorgarh was recaptured. Food was to be eaten only in leaf plates, no colder or silver vessels. Birds were not to be trimmed. They would sleep only on straw mats till Chittorgarh was regained. He ruled for some time from Kumbalgar as well as strengthening the mountain fortress of Uganda. Mm-hmm. Pratap, however, had to be fighting a lonely battle. The kingdom of Ambar under Man Singh had already submitted to Akbar and he would later be one of Mughal emperor's close confidants. Mandi of Marwar, who had earlier had rebelled, Shir Shah Suri was compelled to follow and submitted to Akbar. And the two major states, Marwar and Ambar, had surrendered to Akbar. Most of the minor Rajput chieftains who neither had the clout nor power to oppose the emperor had surrendered to. Akbar tried to bring his best over Rana Pratap to his side. Even his own brothers, Chakmal, Sakar, Shakti Singh, and Moro to the Mughal camp. Akbar sent missions under Bhagwan Das, Todarman, and finally with Raja Man Singh, but to no avail. In fact, when Man Singh met Pratap, the latter refused to even dine with him, stating that he could not with someone who sold his soul to the enemy. Man Singh was also related to Akbar. His sister was given in marriage to the Empress, something which Pratap mocked at. Expasmated with what he saw as Pratap's insurance, Akbar knew there was no other option but war now. We take a break and come back to look at the epic battle of Haldikati.
here. Haldi Ghati A narrow mountain pass on the Aravalli is located around 40 km from Adaipur, connecting the districts of Rajasimhan and Pali. It is believed to have got its name from the turmeric colored soil here. It has to be the venue of one of the greatest battles ever fought in Indian history. Though most of the Rajput rulers were on the side of the Mughals, Pratap still had a formidable force that included Ram Singh Tanwar of Kualya with all his sons, the descendants of Jamal and Patta, an Afghan contingent led by Hakim Khan Sur and a Beel contingent led by Rao Punja. Hakim Khan was a descendant of the Sher Shah Suri and for him this was an occasion to seek revenge against Mughals. Ram Singh was deposed from the throne of Kualya by Akbar and it was only Mughal that had given him refuge. Pratap had a 3,000 strong cavalry, 2,000 infantry, 100 elephants and 100 lancers. On the other hand, the Mughal army was huge. The strength of 80,000 led by Akbar himself followed by Man Singh, Prince Salim, Mahlul Khan, Multan Khan. Haldi Ghati was the only way to the plains and who controlled it had the strategic advantage. Though Pratap was wounded or numbered by the Mughal army, he took over the surrounding hills. And on the other side, the Beel tribals were stationed in the crevasses with their bows and arrows ready to throw down rocks too. Pratap was stationed in the center along with his minister Mama Shah while Hakim Khan Sur led the front formation. Jana Mansingh flanked the left, Ram Singh Tanwar on the right and above all those Pratap's faithful horse Chitak, a Katyavari pre-war horse that served its master well. June 181576, the armies clashed at Haldi Kati while the Heri proved to be an obstacle for artillery. The pitched battle was primarily between the infantry and cavalry. This was to the advantage of the Rajputs as a massive attack almost decimated the right and left flanks of the Mughal army. However, news of Akbar's arrival made the Rajputs retreat in the hills for some time. Pratap once again led from the front, his crimson banner fluttering proudly, and following him was Salah, Hakim Khan, drum string straight into the arms of the Mughal ranks of the Mughal army. A pitched battle was fought between Rana Pratap and Man Singh, with the latter having to retreat. Pratap Chen charged Prince Salim on the elephant and almost had it in his mercy before the challenge just missed a mark, killing the Mahot. The battle now reached a feverish pitch with neither side willing to yield, and the soil of Haldigati was soaked with blood. Pratap himself for a surprise, but the Mughals were now gaining an upper hand thanks to their artillery power. Chala, understanding the gravity of the situation, urged Pratap to retreat from the battlefield. He himself wore Pratap's insignia, his chalmet in charge of the Mughal ranks. Jala fought like a cornered tiger till the end before breaking his last. Man Singh was shocked to see that the man killed was not Pratap, but his own chieftain Jala. In the meantime, Pratap was riding with the hills pursued by the Mughal soldiers. His loyal horse Chetak bore his master over the treacherous passes and streams in spite of being injured badly. Chetak took his masters into the safety of the Chengas but succumbed to its injuries. It was a total route at Haldi Ghati. Pratap had lost 500 of his own kin, only 8,000 of his 22,000 strong force survived. Ram Singh of Gwalya perished in the battle along with all of his sons. For some time, Pratap took refuge in the hills before recapturing Kumbhalgar again. However, Akbar, using a mix of treachery and a long siege, once again captured Kumbhalgar, while Man Singh captured the mountain fortress of Kunda. Udaipur was captured by Muhammad Khan while Farid Khan took over Chanan. Pratap was now essentially a fugitive with no place to call his own and moved with his family from hill to hill, from valley to valley, living on the verge of starvation in the jungles. Yet Pratap's resolve remained unshaken. 
and all the suffering did not make him reconsider the decision of not submitting to Anton. However, when one of his children fainted due to hunger and his wife began to feel insecure, Pratap's resolve was shaken for the first time. He sent a letter to Akbar signaling his willingness to surrender. However, one of Pratap's staunchest admirers, Prithviraj, sent a letter to him stating that he should never bring dispute to Mewar. The hopes of the Hindu rest on the Hindu, yet the Rana forsakes them. For Pratap, all would be placed on the same level by Akbar, for our chiefs have lost their valor and our females their honor. This once again brought the spirit back to Pratap and he vowed to die rather than surrender to Akbar. He resisted the Mughal army that had come to take him and when all seemed to be lost, the Beels once again came to his rescue routing the Mughal continent. And they also sheltered Pratap and his family too. However, he still lacked the resources to fight against the Mughals. He had lost almost everything at Haldigati. It was at this stage that Pratap's minister Bhama Shah came to his rescue. Bhama Shah was one of the wealthiest men man in Myanmar, accumulated over generations of service by his family to the throne of Mewar. He put also all his wealth at Pratap's disposal, saying it was needed more than ever for the liberation of Mewar. Soon Pratap once again managed to raise an army and resources with the help of Bhama Shah. Around the same time, the Mughals too were caught up with revolts in Bengal, leaving Mewar free Pratap to recapture. Akbar himself was caught up in the northwest and Pratap made the best use of the opportunity. Soon Pratap recaptured the forts one by one, Kumbalkar, Kokunda, Udaipur, Rantampur. He also built a new capital of Chawan near Dungarpur. He successfully used the guerrilla tactics against the Mughals and recaptured most of Mewar back. However, Pratap's dream of capturing Chitorgarh still remained elusive. He died at the capital of Chawan in 1597, still nursing dreams of his beloved Chitorgarh, and thus ended the life of one of greatest India's, India's greatest heroes ever. Maharana Pratap remains a legend, a true hero, a great son of Bharat and inspiration to many. On his journey, take time to pay a silent tribute to him and remember him. Naman.